Hey, we're so glad you found us. This is a Juicy Pear Podcast with Sean and Wendy. I'm your host, Wendy. And I'm your host, Sean. And we want to share with you some storytelling that leaves you feeling entertained, inspired, and puts a smile on your face. And we are truly hoping to be able to talk about relatable topics, especially in this world of craziness. So sit back and enjoy the conversation. Stay tuned. We are so excited. We have a special guest here today. Her name is Kelly Hopkins, and she is with Soul Art Exploration. And um, it's an honor to have her here. Hi, Kelly. Hi. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm excited. We are so excited to have you on. We're so excited for you to tell us about what Soul Art Exploration is and what it's all about. Okay, sure. So Soul Art Exploration is a coaching, life coaching business, but it's kind of unique because the main tool that I use for helping people to work through issues in their life, and primarily I work with women and a lot of women who are doing well, but just feel like something's missing you know, they're kind of like, is this all there is, you know, to life? Exactly. And feeling like they kind of lost their joy. They lost their spark. They just got caught up in the business of living and kind of lost their way a little bit. And that's my main client. And then the way that I work with people is through creative expression. So that includes journaling, visualization and meditation and art, primarily in the form of drawing and painting. And so I have put together exercises that help people kind of get in touch with their inner wisdom that they've kind of gotten disconnected from over the course of their life and really kind of get reconnected with their authentic self and discover or rediscover their purpose and their passion. Oh man. It sounds like I need to take her class, Sean. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. I, I like when you mentioned, I think I was kind of looking over some of your videos, feeling overwhelmed with things. And that's kind of how I'm feeling right now. I've got And I think Sean too, I don't want to speak for you, but um, I think we both have a lot on our plate now. And a lot of the stuff that you're mentioning really resonates with people. And I think it's so important right now. Well, I mean, the reason that I'm doing this is because that was me, that I came to this through my own journey. I worked in social services for 26 years in Los Angeles, and I thought I was doing really well. I had a really good job. I was making good money. I was by most anyone's account successful and something didn't feel right. Something Mm -hmm. felt like it was missing. I felt like I was kind of hiding and not really realizing my full self, Mm -hmm. but I just kept kind of pushing it off and pushing it off. And then I adopted two children and I was running a big social services um, program in LA working like 70 hours a week. And I'm like, you know, I'm single. So I'm like, I can't raise two children and work 70 hours a week. That's not How did you do that? Well, I didn't. Oh my gosh. I, 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 when I made the choice to adopt, I'd been saving money for many years. I decided that I would take a work break and be a full-time mom because, you know, they deserve that. And I couldn't afford to do that in Los Angeles. So I quit my job and I moved to Costa Rica. And when I got to Costa Rica, 
I realized I had been using work to push things away and avoid certain things. And it all kind of fell on me like a ton of bricks when I wasn't working anymore. And that's when I had to look at all these things. And I had to figure out what was I hiding from? What was I disconnected from? How could I reconnect with my own passion? What is my purpose? And so that's really where all of this came from was my healing journey that, that I then re, have recreated for other people. So Kelly, I have a question. What led you to go to live in Costa Rica? So I had studied Spanish in Guatemala for about six weeks. I had gone and, and lived there and stayed with a family and studied Spanish in 2006. And when I went to relocate, I, I love Guatemala, but it's not really safe. And so the Guatemalans that I knew were saying, you know, with a one-year-old and a three-year-old by yourself, this is probably not a good idea. Okay. I really wanted a Spanish-speaking country because a lot of the people I worked with in LA were Spanish speakers. I love Spanish. I was, my Spanish is eh. And um, I wanted a country that wasn't too far away from the U.S. and mm-hmm. that of the Latin American countries, Costa Rica is the safest. They have universal health care. Um, all my research led me to see that of the of my choices, Costa Rica was the best bet as a single mom. Mm-hmm. Nice. So that's why I chose Costa Rica. And I wanted I always wanted to live in another country. So I could have moved to another state in the US and had a cheaper lifestyle, but I had always wanted to move to another country. And I really didn't realize that I was struggling. So I was kind of like, oh, this will be a great adventure for us. And, you know, we, we can, you know, I'll take this work break and we'll go to this other country. And it really wasn't until I got there that I realized that I, I really had a lot of things that were unprocessed and undealt with. Uh, yeah, and so you kind of realized, is, is this where the whole kind of vision of um, where you started soul art exploration is kind of in yeah. Costa Rica? Okay. Yeah, so so when I first moved to Costa Rica, I moved to a development in the south in the mountains. And unfortunately, my daughter was born and she was about six months old when I knew I was going to do this. And I went to go to Costa Rica, but I had only left my son alone for two nights when my daughter was being born and she was in the hospital and I stayed with her in the hospital and I didn't want to leave them. And so I didn't do thorough enough research. I only went for uh, like an extended weekend, um, MLK weekend trip, like four days. And I really should have done more research. I found this development and I went and I visited but it was sort of, I heard about all the plans they had. And so I was kind of investing in the plans that they had, which I later learned was a bad idea. And I got down there and the things that were supposed to be there were not there. So the the development only had like a handful of families, only two other children. The roads were not complete. The community center was not complete. The the person had mismanaged the funds. So those things were not going to get completed. So the kids and I would play all day in the, in the jungle and that was really fun. But then at night there was, there was no one and there was nothing. And so that's really when those dark feelings and kind of everything I had been avoiding came to, to visit me. It was unavoidable. And you had to deal totally with it. Unavoidable. Mm-hmm. Yes, completely. And so the, the, that's really, it was a great thing though. Cause if that had not happened, I would never, I would have spent my whole life avoiding those things. And I would have spent my whole life, not really being my true self being like yeah. two thirds of myself. And that would be a tragedy for me, you know, to, to yeah. live at a two thirds of myself place. 
So in the end, it it was a good thing, but at the time it was very, it was very challenging. It was very difficult, very lonely. And so I decided to move to another development that had families and a school and all the things that I thought I was going to have. And I started an art group with my neighbors because I had 26 years of social services experience. I knew how to help other people. So I was like, okay, I'm going to help me now. And when I was working in community building, one of the things that really I noticed was that when people did art together, the relationships grew, they opened up more, they had more empathy for each other. Everything just worked better. Mm-hmm. And I always loved art, but I never did it because I'm not very good at it. And so I kind of put it in that box. I had a junior high school teacher that told me that I was a terrible artist. Oh, and that's so, so horrible. I'm sorry, but that's so horrible for someone to tell you that. It's just no, it's horrible. Yeah. And it happens every day to kids that they're told, yeah. you know, that yeah. they're not good at things and then they shut down in that yeah. area. They believe it. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't do it for years and years. And I, I was like, you know what, this is not about being a good artist. This is about healing myself. This is about my process. And I know how to create activities that can help people unearth things. So I started to do that for myself and my neighbors. And I put together, you know, some writing with some visualization, with some drawing, and it started to work and it started to work for me. It started to work for them. And as I moved forward and got closer to the end of my work break, I was like, uh, this is what I want to do with my life. This mm-hmm. is my purpose. So it was really cool that my purpose came out of my healing. That's pretty cool. I yep. love that. That was a great breakthrough. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Okay. Um, so I have questions then. Sure. So how about women that are, that I'm, I, I would love to send to you? Yeah. Do you correspond more through your website, through phone calling? Like, where are you located? Do you like to see people in person? Or on Zoom I am, I am all online now because of COVID. Okay. So, so I was mostly in person prior to COVID, but now I'm I'm not uh, I'm not seeing anyone in person because I have two little kids, and my concern is like physically being able to care for them. So even like the flu, I don't want, you know, but I definitely don't want to be laid out for any period of time. So I've gone completely online and it's really great because I, when I moved from Costa Rica, I continued that group with my neighbors. I moved back to the U S I continued that group. So I was already online. So it wasn't completely foreign to me. So moving everything online was really kind of seamless. And so I do, I do a few different things. I do individual work. I do group work. I also, if people, are kind of like, I don't know what this is. I do five day challenges to kind of give people their free, give people like an opportunity to try it out. I do two day events where people can kind of do an immersion for a weekend uh, online virtual events. So I do different things. Yeah. And I, and I like to really meet people where they are and see what works for them. For sure. And I, so, yeah. and I found the combination of individual and group works really well. Cause you, some things are very personal. And like when I do individual work, I'll come up with individual meditation visualization for somebody and I'll film it on zoom while we're working. Then nice. I send it to them because okay. they can go through it more than once. And it's specific to their exact situation, exactly what they're dealing with, what we've been talking about. And that wouldn't be appropriate for someone else versus in a group setting, everybody has a similar issue mm-hmm. so we can work on it and they can benefit from each other's insights and each other's breakthroughs. So I find that works the best as kind of a combo, but I really try to work with somebody on what are you, what are you looking for? What do you need? What would work best for you? I, I like the vision 
visualization and all the stuff that you mentioned, the art, um, creativity, a couple, I'm very intrigued by that. So you do, you can do one-on-one and you can do group as well. Is there like a, a limit on the group, like maybe six people? Or oh, definitely. Uh, the most I've ever had is 10 and it's a two hour group. And so everybody does the process. So, you know, it's not like mm-hmm. some people get to work and some people don't, right. it's just everybody, everybody does whatever we're working on that week. And then everybody shares. So you have the benefit of doing the the exercise and also not just getting my input, but getting the input of the other group members. And as you build relationships and you get to know each other, yeah. everybody kind of has really great insights for each other about their process and about what they see in what the person's working on in their picture. It's really nice. Right. So do you have like dancing too? Because you said movement. Is it like... There are kind of dancing. I'm interested. There are are certain exercises. So I have an exercise uh, as an example where I ask people to take three things that are currently bothering them and we do some journaling about them. And then we do this exercise where you imagine you draw each one of them as a shape on a paper. And then I take you have I have you take each one of those shapes and imagine that it's a seed and you there's a movement exercise where you plant that seed and you watch it grow. Oh, that's and, neat. And then you finish the picture out with what those things grew into. Because one of the things that I've noticed is how something appears in this moment in time is not necessarily how it will look to you in five years, in 10 right. years when right. you look back. Yep. And so if you can kind of imagine that it grows into something beautiful instead of whatever's bothering you. Sometimes I can help shift your mindset so that it doesn't bother you anymore. You're like, well, I don't know what this is. I don't know what it will mean to me later. So I'm not going to let it bother me so much right now because it may be the most, the best thing that ever happened to me, you know, like me being alone in the jungle crying was the best thing that ever happened to me. Yeah. Very insightful. I think what you're saying too is pretty inspiring. It's so good. So I have a question. I think I saw on that website too that you have um, something called Unstuck. What yes. was Unstuck on your website? So Unstuck is, that's the combination of a five-day challenge and a two-day event. Okay. So the five-day challenge is free and I run them several times a month. Okay. And so it, it's a group where you go through kind of learning my process, understanding what I do, you know, how the process works, what kind of you could expect from working with me. And then there's a two day event and that's like, kind of like, Oh, okay. I'll check her out. The two day event is it's $97 for a full Saturday and a full Sunday. Okay. Like workshop. And then during that, I let people know what the options for moving on. So some people just want the challenge and they get something out of that. And then other people just want the weekend. And then some people will be like, Oh, this is a good fit for me. I'd like, I have a three month program. I have individual, I have groups. So I have different things. And it's just a way to kind of try it out and see if it works for you without Mm -hmm. making a, a big commitment. No, I like that. Why don't you go ahead and give yourself a plug? Tell us where everyone can find you, whether you're on Instagram or Facebook. Now's the time. Yeah, go ahead. On Facebook and it's Soul Art Exploration on Facebook. And then it's Kelly Hopkins underscore Soul Art on Instagram. Okay. And my website is soulartexploration.com. Okay. And on the uh, website is you can find, you can email me through the website. And then also if they want to email it, soulartexploration at gmail.com. If anybody okay. wants to send me an email and yeah, I'm open. You can also message me on Facebook. Okay. I, yeah. I'm, 
available. Check that too. Yeah, yeah. I like to I like to get to know people and see what they you know what their interest is. What we'll do a thirty minute free session if people want to. Yeah, so good to know. I have a calendar link for that if people want to kind of just check it out and talk to me and see if we're a good fit for something. For Absolutely. Because sure. I have a thought that if I am planning women's events, like weekend women's events, mm-hmm. you'd be a great. Um, oh, sure. Be wonderful. Yeah, you'd be a great addition to a women's event. She's yeah, and I've done that before. I've done an, yep. come and do done an exercise for an event or for someone's Facebook group or whatever it is. So yeah, I'm available. I love that. Fantastic. We Kelly. would love it. Fantastic. Well, um, yeah, we love having you on. Um, we really enjoyed hearing from you. I, th- I find it fascinating. And uh, definitely, we're going to keep in touch with you. Kelly Hopkins, everybody, um, we really enjoyed having you on. And she is soulartexploration.com. So. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you. I hope you have a great day and uh, take care of yourself. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening. We're so glad you're here. We had so much fun, didn't we, Sean? Yes. I totally hope, everybody, that you enjoyed our episode. So please subscribe to our website, ajuicypairpodcast.com. Yes. See you there. Hey, I'm your host, Wendy, and you just listened to another episode of the Juicy Pear Podcast. Thanks for listening to the show. I really appreciate it. And I would love it if you could subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Each week, I have new content, and I love talking with creatives. Tell your friends and family. And if you're feeling led, hey, you can buy me a coffee on ajuicypearpodcast.com.